This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Radio. It's a little bit old news, but we were talking with Lane Michael about the uh, six-day enduro ISD team and uh, the Team USA uh, that would be uh, the trophy team would be Ryan Sipes, Taylor Robert, Caleb Russell, and Zach Bell. And we talked about this a little bit. Little Zach Bell, he he. Uh, th- they say in Chile it's going to be kind of a a West Coast um, atmosphere, West Coast um, terrain that they're going to be racing, which is a good fit. He's been racing the Big Six out there. I actually raced with him um, last year, maybe. Yeah, last spring he was out there and he looked good. Now, that was the last time I'd seen him race a motorcycle since the the race in, uh, I believe it was Dallas or Houston, I'm not sure which, but I was there, and he was he fell off his motorcycle at like 50 feet in the air, and we thought he, was, he, thought, we thought he was dead, and he got up and he was fine, and he raced, and I couldn't believe it. But anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to see how those boys do. Good luck. That's November 12th through the 17th in Chile. All right, uh, we just finished up a conversation with Lane Michael, who is a uh, one of the top GNCC and Kenda Full Gas Sprint Enduro Series racers. His mechanic joins us now, Garrett Ward. Garrett, how are you? Good, how about you guys? We're doing great. So what we know is about Garrett Ward is you're a good Pennsylvania kid. You're Baylor's old mechanic. You keep Lane's dad's co- dad company going down the road, and you've been a big relief for them. And uh, you're a good mechanic, and you're a pretty good rider. I don't know about the rider for it, but other than that, that's pretty much on point. <laughs> were, were you a pro previously? I mean, did you race the pro level or just high amateurs? Where'd, where'd you go before you got into the wrenching side? Pretty much like A, locals, B, national. So you're a cherry picker. You said yeah, B, local, a, a national, B, local. Is that what you just said? Or I mean, the other oh, way. Oh, he way said it the other way around. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's it going, man? All good. Not much. Just trying to get everything packed up for New York this weekend. Yeah, you got a bit of a drive. How far is it for you? I think it's only about five and a half hours, so it's not too, too oh, bad. Oh, it's not too bad. What about the weather? We were talking with uh, your rider, and he didn't seem to know anything. He didn't even know where the race was. Yeah, he's like, much. I don't even know where it is. I don't know what part of New York it's in. I've never been there, and uh, I'll just see you there. So pretty much. Yeah, I'm not too sure where it's at exactly, but I look at the weather, and it, I think they were saying it's supposed to be pretty good this Okay, so, so you're not gearing up for a mud or anything like that? Not yet. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait to see closer what that hurricane's going to do, but I think it should be pretty good. What have the challenges been this year with Lane as far as, as a rider? and Is he hard on stuff? How does he compare to uh, Baylor? Oh, he's way easier on parts. <laughs> he's really not that hard on anything in general. I mean, really the only thing we've went through this year is really Shroud. Now that What uh, what uh, is it? Just awesome being on uh, at least having the Husqvarna support because uh, Lane was telling us, you know, you're getting motors and everything, so you're not having to do a lot of the things that maybe some of the privateer guys are doing, like rebuilding motors. Oh no, it's definitely a benefit to have that. I mean, pretty much they take care of 
all the mentor work to make sure it's up to their quality and just anytime I have a question or a problem I just call one of the guys up and they'll pretty much answer my question over the phone. Well, that's awesome. Uh, the the series we were talking to to Lane about the series and and all the travel and the break that you get. Even though you guys, I assume you helped him with the with the full gas sprint enduros and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, the season, it's a really long one, but it's not too taxing. You do get some time off. Yeah, it's pretty laid back for the most part. I mean, with the breaks and everything. I mean, I know we get like a week off here and there, and then summer breaks a good bit. It's pretty relaxed for the most part. I know, like Lane would rather have him more close to stay in that rhythm. And what's uh, from a mechanics perspective? I assume I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong. You probably work a lot harder at a sprint enduro day than you do at a GNCC. Is that is that a fair statement, or are you finding uh, about the same amount of work from your end? Uh, the full gas is probably a little bit more, just because every time they're coming in, you're doing like brakes looking at tires like pretty much just all the basic stuff with the GNCC you get to do it once and then pretty much wait for three hours to see how it held up you you got uh and I don't know what the situation is for Lane but I and, and on the on the team that you guys are running with but you go to a GNCC and you see all kinds of blue shirts out in the middle of nowhere pointing out lines finding lines that kind of thing and you see the uh or orange shirts um do you guys have have uh, that kind of uh luxury to have people out spotting lines and that kind of thing and pointing you which way to go i uh, like the local races we have a bunch of like kr4 people there but then we've been lucky enough with lane with Husqvarna that they actually help us out they give us a radio because it's pretty much help me know what's going on with the lane out there and from the pits uh i mean are you doing all uh, every other form of racing we see, are you giving him gaps when he's coming around? Uh, I mean, are you translating information as he pulls off laps? Yeah, pretty much. We try to hit like three different like checkpoints on the track to try to give him like split time, just like one the gas, just check in like that with him. What are your thoughts on electric pit bikes and being um, able to ride them around and uh, um, get a huge advantage of GNCC? Oh, they're definitely an advantage there. I mean, you can bike the track three times by the time someone does it once. And I know, like, even with me using one to chase lane, I can get the spot way out there and back in the pit before he's anywhere even close. I know, but th- my point is, is there was a time when there was quite a, a scuttle over whether or not they should be allowed. Now I see that they're, and I don't know if they're still doing this. Are they still having... Maybe I haven't seen it because they've been on summer break, but are they still having the pit bike races on Friday or whatever it is? Yeah, they still have the e-bike races on Friday. I think there's one actually coming up here, not this round, the next round. Are you into that? I haven't done one yet. Have I'm you ever crazy. ridden one? Oh, yeah. I've used one every race. I've got one. I've got a KTM that I got at Hicklin Power Sports here in, here in town. And, uh, and we've got more of them. We just got more of them. You did? Yeah. I thought we were done with bicycles. And what is he thinking? Well, there was a deal on them. <laughs> and it's there. I overpaid. No, no, you didn't. We okay. both know that's not true. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I always get good deals. At Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa. Highway hey, 141. Swing on by. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, I think they are insanely fun if you like to ride bicycles. I, however, am not a huge fan of bicycling. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what I'm not a big bicycler, but I'd ride one of those for fun just because it's you can have fun on it, just fly around. And do you follow any other kind of racing besides the the off road stuff? Um, I watch, I just like watch all the meadow stuff, supercross, all that. So no, no, no road racing stuff, right? Not really. Okay, so if you get on Cycle News or any of those, even on Racerex on their Instagram, they had it. Uh, this guy, this racer, the Moto Two, which is is Moto GP. It's 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 uh, over six hundred uh, spec class. Yeah, it's overseas Moto GP racing, road racing. The guy going down the straightaway at over hundred mile an hour reaches over and grabs the front brake of the guy next to him. Yeah, I saw that. I was not. <laughs> yeah, there's just not any form of motorcycle racing where that's an okay move. What do you think yeah, about? That? What's your thoughts? I don't know. I have no idea why you would even try to do that or even think of it. Yeah, I wouldn't, even think, I, wouldn't I, even think of it. I mean, you, what, regardless of what he says, you know, in your head, you're thinking, "I'm going to hurt this guy." I told that's this, the only outcome that you can really have in your head. I this told the story earlier, Garrett. I, I uh, enjoy uh, when you're going down a long start straight, and the guy to the right of you, you just jam on his top on, uh, like stomp on his foot, and and downshift the bike. He will he will go backwards. You will, he will not be next to you very long. But this is a different deal. This is like, this could kill you, guy. Yeah, Matt, that's pretty much going to end your whole day, if not your career, right there. Well, actually, Romano Fanati is the guy that did it, and he did end his career from the looks of it. He's been he's, he's been, twenty-two, and he may be out of the racing game forever. In a press release, he said he's 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 received death threats, and he's also going to go finish his studies and go work at his grandma's hardware store. And call it good on racing. What a what a drag for for him and everybody. Yeah, I know. And, and he clearly he's going to regret it for literally ever. If he hasn't already. Yeah, I know. I'm sure he yeah. does right now. All right, we're going to have to take a break. It looks like we're good, Zach. All right, Jack says we're good. Um, Garrett, I want to ask you this: uh, as far as um, Lane Michael, your your rider, we've we were talking to him. Um, previous interview here and we were talking about his finishes uh he had a sixth a fifth a seventh pretty much top 10 guy every single round except for uh camp coker in south carolina which he was only 12th but um what are your thoughts there as far as uh his finishes and, and being with a top 10 guy is that are you are you pleased with that is there any kind of bonuses for a top 10 guy or is it pretty much just salary um, I think they get bonus to the most. I'm not too sure on that aspect of it, but like I'm talking about for the mechanic. Oh, yeah, there's there's some bonuses involved with that. Like we talking Dairy Queen, or are we talking like Red Lobster? <laughs> might get some Red Lobster out of it. Might get some Cheddar Bay biscuits coming up. Oh man, I love those. I love biscuits. those things too. <laughs> Who doesn't? Look at me. I love them. <laughs> I'm gonna go get some after the show. <laughs> All right, Garrett. Uh, anything before we cut you loose, man? It's been fun having you on. I appreciate you. I appreciate you jumping in with us. Oh, no problem. Anytime. All right. Well, good luck. Have fun this weekend. All right. Thanks. All right. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit with you, PJ, about uh, the other classes in MotoGP that took place uh, this past weekend. Moto3? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again... I'm really not happy because I didn't get to watch any of this. How about MotoGP? MotoGP, what about, I mean, I, we, we went through the results. It was Dovey killed it. A mm -hmm. um, little bit 
surprised, actually, that he came so far forward. The bigger surprise for me is how far back Lorenzo is. That's just... What do you make of it? I I don't know. It's like he's lost sometimes. And then he, he'll come back next week for all, the next race and just floor you with his astounding speed. The guy is... Clearly, just, you think there's something going on there or what? I, because if you see a rider that just doesn't, all doesn't over the look map. right, and then you see a flash of brilliance, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. There is. There's Dovey. There's the, or there's Lorenzo. Or yeah, Lorenzo he, or whoever. He, yeah, I mean, it happens to other guys. It just seems like this year it's happened to Lorenzo a lot. Like, mm-hmm. he'll go from the top of the charts to he's in left field, and it's like he's not even in the same race with the other guys. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't explain it. His bike's clearly good, and... It's his last year on the Ducati. He's clearly psyched about going somewhere else. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how next year goes. Uh, having a, There's going to be some good stuff next year. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. If anybody has any uh, helpful pointers, I'm looking at you, Bishop, about how to get this sling thing worked out so I don't miss all my racing, let me know. Here's some uh, 217 kilometers per hour is how fast they were going. And according to Chris Bishop... Uh, Fanati's fall That's from 140-ish, Grace... 135, 140. Fanati's fall from Grace started a while back when he was hired for the VR46 team and fired not long after he had been fighting with his teammates and fellow VR46 Academy classmates. So that's interesting. All right, uh, big thanks to J.D. Beach, Lane Michael, and Garrett Ward. We're going to take a break. Hour number two, Jay Newton and Briar Bauman. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. There's more right after this. Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 